And welcome back to Couple Laps Down, NASCAR podcast for you. Whether you just get into a sport or you've been here, it's Jay Money, and I'm with the little bro, Co. And Cody, why don't you get us started with a qualifying question this week? All right, man. So the qualifying question this week is, if you could give one racing team that just fucked up one more chance, if you could give another racing team a chance, who would it be? What you mean? What you mean by fucked up? Like, like, or like that didn't work out the way people thought it would. Like DEI, oh, Everham. Oh, well then it, that, that's the answer right there. DEI, only because DEI. I feel like the fixes, the fixes were so simple. Um, I mean, obviously the passing of Earnhardt, you know, played a big role in it. Once it got into the hands of Teresa, you know, it, it th- there's no way yeah. that Dale and Hardinia should have ever raced for a different team. That that was your franchise. Um, you know, they started off just, you know, mainly dominating restricted plate tracks at the time, you know, with Junior. But a- a- as the years went on, you know, before those last couple of years, Junior was putting himself in the championship, cons- like, you know, considerations like every every year. Um yeah, man, that that's a team that I really wish, you know, it's a homer, it's a bias pick, just growing up a junior fan and, and you know, especially the, the Bud 8 hours. Um, but, I mean, they just, you know, you go and you listen to the, to the uh, you know, Dale Jr.'s podcast, and they talk about it, just, you know, how it would be toxic environments at times and just the unfortunate with all the, in, the engine blow-ups and all that. Yeah. So, I, I that, that would be my answer for, um you know, one team that, that that failed and because because it, it it had everything to be a powerhouse you know you had the star driver and you know right. g- good equipment and yeah, like i sure. said earnhardt passing really you know s- set it back a little bit but it, it could have still been saved even after that so that was a good question man i i, I really i really like yeah. that one it was a, a a nice little question so we're here man it's race week we have a race this weekend, Clash at the Coliseum, man. I'm, I'm excited. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. I was born ready. Born ready. All right, so I'm going to try to remember and hit all, all of the, you know, the rules that came out this past Tuesday from NASCAR for um, this upcoming season. Um, if I miss one or misspeak on one, help me out because, you know, it's it's a lot. So start off with your boy. You know, he found the, uh, a loophole in the system last year. Gave us one of the best moments in recent history. The hail hail melon is banned. Any um, NASCAR will be assessing a um, time penalty to uh, to any driver that that attempts to do this moving forward. I wouldn't expect even if they didn't make the rules that any driver would really try to do it again, just because it's such a rare, you know, rare opportunity that you would need to do that. Um, you like a or, or dislike the move? I mean, as a Ross Chastain fan, you know, that was a great move. Uh, I don't think anybody would have had the balls like he did to pull it off, obviously, since it's probably mm-hmm. never been done, ever been done. Um, but I think it's, in a way, it's good because I also don't want to see it happen in every race at Martinsville or any other short tracks or any track at all, them yeah. just trying to ride the the wall so i think it's i think it's a good move for that aspect but it does suck a little bit yeah i mean it was just a i mean it's a safety thing really i mean if you know one car is parked you know riding the wall up there or they have some sort of issues and you come flying in at 
you know, 150 plus right into the back. I mean, you, you, you're you endangering drivers and even fans yeah. at this point. Like I said, hell of, hell of a move that will always be one of the best, you know, NASCAR moments, you know, especially recently, you know, so, you know, it, it kind of sucks to see it go, but you, you I have a feeling Ross Chastain is going to find other, uh, other loopholes, you know, just a man that it, it's balls to the wall every time. Um, Another rule that a lot of fans love oh, yeah. and a lot of fans have been asking for for a minute. Um, no more stage breaks at road courses. Um, you know, with having the stage breaks, you kind of had to choose, you know, if you want to get the stage win or if you want to pit before the stage and kind of, you know, strategy, you know, getting all messed around. I like to move for road courses. Um, I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of do wish it would be for every track, but I'm not super mad, you know, at it. I do like the little pauses and the regroups, you know, just the way, you know, it's not a constant blowout, you know, cause you, Imagine, imagine Homestead last year without stage breaks. I mean, Kyle Larson still dominated that whole race. If there was no stage breaks, I don't think he would ever got passed. You know, um, I like to move. I like to move though, especially for road courses. Um, crew chiefs are gonna have no, to figure so fuel sure. management back on these road courses. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. also, NASCAR comes out with a wet tire package for for select oval tracks. Not necessarily meaning we're going to have rain racing, you know, this year, but it, it will definitely speed up the track drying process and hopefully prevent a lot of delayed, you know, races and, and delayed race times. Um, I don't have the tracks right now next to me. I don't know if you can look it up right quick, but I'm pretty sure it was Martinsville, um, Phoenix, Coliseum has it. Um, I think Richmond, Milwaukee. I think but it, it's a lot of the shorter tracks where, you know, your speeds uh... aren't getting super high. You, you, I should have had it pulled up. You, uh, yeah, it's Indianapolis Raceway, the Coliseum, Martinsville, New Hampshire, Wilkesboro, Phoenix, Richmond, Milwaukee. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you hit them all. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you like you like the move. You you want some uh damp racing conditions? I mean, we'll see what happens with it. If it brings exciting racing, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it prevents, you know, rain delays and, and, and canceled, you know, races to Monday and can keep fans, you know, because some people, you know, I mean, we almost experienced when we went to Atlanta last year, it was kind of like, man, if this race gets rained out, like, I, we don't know if we can really be able to attend Monday, you know, so if it, if it can, and anything to get a race yeah. done that day, I'm, I'm all for. Um, another one, NASCAR up the time for the damage. Um you know, the, da- the damage car policy, uh, I think they went up from five minutes to seven minutes this year. It was 10 minutes in the playoffs. Um, I- I'm going to be real. I-, I miss the old days when you used to be able to like, your car would be fucked up and you just go to the garage, even if it took like 150 laps and you just, you know, tweak it a little bit to get it back on the track and you running out without a hood, you know, like I miss those days. Um, <laughs> but I, under- I understand the yeah. safety of it. Obviously you don't need, you know, Anything to to stop debris flying in the crowd and just having these slow cars getting run over, um, for but I do kind of miss those days where, no, for sure. Like I said, you you half your car would be missing and you're just sitting there going just you know, eighty miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, last last one that I uh that I got off hand, like I said, I don't have I don't have the notes for it. Um, you no longer have to be the top thirty in points to qualify for the playoffs in the cup. Um. So as a Corey LaJoy fan, I love this rule. 
Um, I've seen a lot of lot of you oh, yeah. know hate on it a little bit. I'm all for it, man. I'm you know, I'm for chaos. I'm for entertainment. Look, if you go and you win a race, and you know, even if there are 17 winners, if if you're above some of the last ones to and able to make the playoffs, I, I think you should be in it. I like the move. How you feel about it? Well, like you said, as a Corey LaJoy fan, I mean, both races we went to, he could have could have won, and I do think with Spire, <laughs> I do think Corey LaJoy has a chance to improve, especially with the next gen cup being more equal across all teams, like unlike previous cars. But I'd love to see Corey LaJoy in the playoffs. I'd love to see Corey LaJoy get a win at the least. So hopefully, yeah, this yeah, will I help mean, him out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and honestly, I don't see it being that big of a of a deal. I mean, yeah, you know, a Spire car might go out there and win, no. you know, but I don't think it's something that's going to really be a huge, a huge, you know, problem. Um, I like it. I understand why some fans, you know, don't like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that that's all I got. Um, you got any uh, anything? I mean, also maybe you know, S S R X keeps getting. Yeah, okay some big names to race for them <laughs> upcoming, you know, Denny Hamlin said he'll do a race. Brad Keselowski, I think is doing it full time. And so that's already adding on to, you know, I think Kevin Harvick is doing it, you know, a couple of races. Um, might have to watch a uh, SRX more this year. Yeah. Might have to, um, there is two rules that I'm looking at that you did not mm-hmm. say. Um, there's changes to the restarts. It looks like they're expanding oh, yeah. the restart zone by by fifty percent for the first five races. Mm-hmm. After the fifth race, uh, at Atlanta, officials will determine whether or not to keep that expansion in place, so that they're kind of testing okay. that one. Um, and the other one that I saw is the, the wheel violation pr- penalties. Um. Oh yeah, the the wheel violation. Have, um, I think it's two crew members get suspended four now. Race, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's um, not the four race suspension for crew chiefs, which I like. Which I mean, there was too many times yeah. where I felt like you know the crew chief is up there and he's not the one down there doing it. I think if you're going to assess a penalty for that, um, it needs to be to the people that are actually down there, you know, responsible for it. Also. Um, the choose rule, they add yeah. the choose rule to super speedways and I think Bristol Dirt. Um, I'm all for that too. Anything that adds strategy to the race, I'm all for. You know, I, you know, some people might be well, oh, mm-hmm. that the, you know, teammates are just gonna be easier to team up and package. Oh well, it, it's strategy, and I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, but man, clash at the Coliseum this weekend, Cody. How you feel about the clash in general? Do you like it? Do you love it? You hate it? How are you feeling about the Clash of the Coliseum? I like it. I like it, man. It's it's different, and we're uh, we're trying to expand the sport, reach new audiences, and I see it's a way to essentially bring in new audiences, and it's it's different. Um, I do wish it was a little bigger, but just to have more cars yeah. on at one time. But it, it looks like the track's it's, a little wider this year, track, and I like it. Yeah, I was yeah, kinda, I, I kinda like seeing it. that too. And so we'll see when the cars get on the track. And I'm glad that it's actually going to be at night this year. Because I remember last year, all the promo pics and videos, it was like under the lights and it looked so cool. And then we showed up to watch it. 
and it was just like mm-hmm. middle of the afternoon. I mean, I know they're on the West Coast, so you know time differential, but <laughs> I really need to see it. I really need to see it under the lights because it, it's definitely cool. Um, last year's winner, Joey Logano, you know, was uh yeah, sure. was able to get it done. You know, obviously, you know, he went on to to win a championship uh last year. Um. No, I I love the class, dude. It it it's different. It it was a little sloppy. And I ain't gonna lie, it was a little boring last year, but I think it worked. I think you know the the main thing is to get into that new market, you know, expand, evolve the sport a little bit, and I think it did that. Um, I've come on here a couple times saying I I, I wouldn't mind if they could figure out some sort like of that. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go. Oh, I was gonna say not only not only that, but. It was the first time the next gen cars were even on a track. So you're on a brand yeah. new track that nobody mm-hmm. really has experience on. You're in a car that no one really has experience with. So now that we've got experience with that track and experience with this car, I do think this year's clash will be a little bit more interesting and more eventful. Yeah, I think I think it'll be better. Um, yeah, because you had, I mean, Tyler Reddick had to pull off. Denny Hamlin had an issue last year. I mean, there was a lot of issues. You know, last year, you know, because remember, the transactions kept breaking and, and and all of this. Um, so I think with a full year of having the next gen car, I think you'll have better races. I, um, I'm curious to see how hard they're gonna go given the safety issues last year. Um, you know, and 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 you know, I, they did make improvements to the car this year to to help you know with the impacts and all that. But I, I still think there's gonna be a little bit of hesitancy, especially not having a, a you know points paying race. Um. But I'm excited to just have racing back, man, for real. Uh, it's been a long off season, man, long off season. And, you know, we get the clash and we've got that one-week break, and then we we into the, to the Super Bowl of NASCAR, man, the 500. So as I, as I look real quick, man, uh, you, you want to um, you wanna, you wanna kind of get into predictions for this race? Uh yeah, let's do it. Um, I do kind of right, think, man. even with a new team, I think with a new team, you know, I think Tyler Reddick definitely got to watch out for him because he was could argue yeah. that he was gonna go win the whole thing until his his issues came about and he had to pull off. Yes. Yeah, he won the um, um the second Kyle, qualifying Kyle race Bush and then was a, leading, and then Kyle Busch uh won the first qualifying yeah, Kyle race and was second. Up there, Joey Logano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you keep those names. You even look, uh, I mean, Denny Hamlin, good, good, um, on these small tracks. And it's only the second time, you know, so there, there has, all we have to go off is these last chance qualifier races and the, and the other qualifying races and then the actual, you know, main event last year. Um, are you ready to give a prediction though? Who is winning the clash this weekend? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Tyler Reddick. I'm I'm confident that he can okay. go back to back. What you mean back to back? You mean actually finish it this time? Well, not back to back. Yeah, yeah I, I know what you it. mean. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I I'm I'm gonna go somebody you know along the the same lines. I'm gonna go with the man that uh that won the first qualifying race there last year and that um now racing for the team that won the second qualifying race and i'm going with kyle bush man 
I think Kyle Busch starts off, you know, the season and gets a dub at the Clash. I thought he, he just did really – I mean, he almost won it last year, you know, finished the second. Like I said, he won the first qualifying race. And um, he's going to be in that eight car that, that looked strong, you know, last you know last year before, you know. I mean, you said it with your Tyler Reddick pick before they broke, you know, pretty much just broke. Um, going with Kyle Busch to, to, to win the Clash, um, I think he's, you know, he's obviously somebody that's not going to be afraid to, you know, move somebody if he has to. And, you know, I mean, we talk about Kyle Busch all the time. We had him in our top 10 GOAT list. I, I think he's got a chip on his shoulder this year to prove something. I think he wants to to come out there and um, really show the world, just remind them of who, who he is, you know, a fresh start for him. So I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. Um, another one that kind of gets in my head, I just don't know how competitive he would really be, is Kevin Harvick. Um, yet again, somebody that just last year, nothing to lose. Let me go out and win, you know, just, just one race that, you know, I'm not going to have a chance to, you know, race at ever again. So, but I, I like the concept of having it, you know, in yeah. uh, Los Angeles Coliseum. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Candyman. I'm going with Kyle Busch. I mean, I guess he's not the Candyman no more. Is he the legal cannabis guy? He's the gambler guy now. He's... <laughs> we'll have, to, we'll have um, to get a new nickname for him. Rowdy. That's all it's got to be. It's just rowdy. Um. So, uh... Heading into the season, I, I think we should introduce a uh, kind of a new segment. Um, we're gonna do scheme of the week. Um, so usually, what we'll do is after um, after each race, we'll we'll each pick a, uh, a scheme that's our favorite, that looked the freshest, the crispest, and maybe even the fastest. Um, but for this episode, we're gonna go based off of you know some of the schemes that were released through the off season. And I'll start off first. I'm gonna go with uh, Denny Hamlin's Interstate Batteries. Uh, camp. No, I'm just kidding. I ain't doing that shit. That's the ugliest thing that uh that came out. Um, I'm actually gonna go with Chase Elliott's Hooters scheme that came out a couple of days ago for my scheme of the week. I I, I love that. That, that, that one's nice. Scheme. That is nice. What's your scheme of the week, Co? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chase Elliott as well, but I'm gonna go his Kelly Blue Book scheme. I love that scheme. Okay. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, I'm co- I'm colorblind, and whatever those colors are, <laughs> they doing something. They pop up to me. I actually I, I don't know what the uh the Kelly Blue Book scheme looks like this year. I don't think I've seen it, but I have. I'm mean, gonna lie to you. I have not been the biggest fan of his other uh Kelly Blue Book schemes. But hey, man, it, it's um <laughs> it's your pick, man. Both went Chase Elliott, man, and I'm wearing the Chase Elliott shirt, so. <laughs> Hopefully we get a lot of Chase Elliott fans for the. For I was wearing my Chase Elliott Huda shirt yesterday. <laughs> now I love, I love, always love the Huda schemes with, with with Chase Elliott, but I like how this one was, you know, a little bit different. You know, had that. Oh, me uh, too. So I um I even like Chase Elliott's regular regular scheme. Real quick, man. Since we did scheme of the week, and we don't have to do this every week. What was the ugliest one that came out? Is it the Interstate Batteries ones? Because they're not on the eighteen car. Because Denny Hamlin shit is ugly. I'm trying to think of the other schemes that came out. Yeah, that's horrible on the on the 11. Um, it's horrible on the 19 and the 20. The only so. one that it somewhat fits on is the 54. And even then, it's still not really fitting. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. 
Which which other ones? Yeah, you, so uh, it's definitely the probably the worst ones that have been released. Yeah, um, I know we've seen. Uh, we was looking as far as the clashes, the previews, and we'll actually make a, a you know, a pick on it after we see them on the track. But I, I you know, I liked. Uh, I think you, you said off air, Bubba Wallace's daughter scheme this year was pretty nice. Um, I love Kyle Busch's schemes. Yeah. Um, the three cheap ones, the bad MGM ones. You know, I'm a sucker for black and gold for obvious reasons. Um. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> liked it. So, man, before we get out of here, I know it'll be a short one heading into the class, you know, kind of, you know, covered everything. We'll probably have longer episodes once the 500 comes around and, and we have actually races to talk about. Um, I think there's anything else that needs to be addressed? No, I think we hit it all. I think we all hit what we need to do. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, just ready for racing this week and ready to be able to come back and, uh, you know, talk about, you know, Kyle Bush winning the class this week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh man, thanks for uh yeah, for sure. thanks for rocking with us, man. We'll be back next week. You know, around the same day. I don't think we really have a set day yet. It's gonna probably either be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere in there. Um we'll figure it out as as these races start, you know, to you know, see what um what day really works the best for us. Um but for Cody, man, this is Jay Money. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. Keep checking us out. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Like I said, we'll check you out next week.